0: I know, I know, I know what you're thinking. I know. And I'm calling myself to the carpet for my lack of consistency. And I apologize, y'all. I know, I really need to stay consistent because, you know, sometimes I get overwhelmed with my own thoughts, and sometimes. You know, it just gets to be too much. And this podcast is really like a release for me. It's, it's kind of like therapy. So, you know, I know I got to stay on it, but I'm back now. You know, I've had fade strangers come to me and actually or hit me up my DMs and actually hit me up and say, hey, well, you know, what are the other episodes? You need to start the podcast again. And, and of course, my friends have told me that I needed to start again. But sometimes, you know, it really just takes um, inspiration and, and drive to start doing something, even when you love it. But, like I said, here I am, and I'm back, and I'm going to do my best to stay consistent again, because I know that these episodes really um, help people, and 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 you guys enjoy them. So, you know, it's a lot of things that's been going on in the past year and a half. You know, we had COVID and shit going on, and, um, you know, it's a lot of topics that we could talk about. It's something that's been really just heavy on my heart and mind, at least recently, It's been about being the best version of myself and what that looks like. A few episodes ago, I told you guys that I was uh, doing therapy during the pandemic. I started it for the first time and um, it has really helped. I've been using the tools that I acquired and I've been applying them to my daily life. During what I would consider a down year for me, I have been more aware of my emotions and being more honest about how I feel. And and I'm zeroing in on what exactly I want in my life. I see so many people my age chasing something, be it the bag, a career inspiration, and even love for the most part. I often wonder Do people really sit and evaluate themselves? Because ain't no way that people are sitting down and thinking about their actions, especially not this day and age, because there are way too many people who exhibit bad behavior. And all I see is people treating each other like shit because apparently it's fun to be toxic. You know, those things have um, really... The word toxic is really thrown around a lot these days and rightfully so, in my opinion. We use narcissistic and toxic very lightheartedly, but these are real things, you know, and it's things that we really should address because, you know, future antics, as I like to call them, are being glorified, you know, city girl shit and hot girl something, which is all fine and good. You know, we have fun and, you know, these things are just just jokes most of the time. But when it comes to emotions and being honest about our feelings and what makes us tick, we tend to bypass that by being carefree and being lighthearted about the most serious things, which is, you know, how we treat each other. Yet we wonder why this generation isn't getting married. You know, we don't see a lot of people staying in marriages or even staying in relationships for that matter. I think most people want a soulmate. Maybe not necessarily marriage, but someone they can really empty themselves into and just be. But even though most of us obviously want love in our lives, we don't set the standard within ourselves when looking for a partner to date. So I ask if the shoe was on the other foot, would you choose you? And don't answer from a perspective of vanity or from your ego, because most people would immediately say yes. And if that's truly your answer and you have actually done the work on yourself to say, yes, I would choose myself, then that's fine. You know, flourish in your healing. I personally believe that most human beings are inherently good people, but sometimes we treat people based on how we feel about ourselves. I've noticed that a lot in my dating experience. You know, if we ask ourselves, am I really a good partner? Most people will say, yes, of course, I will choose myself as a partner because I got my own place, got my own car. I have an education. I'm good looking. I take care of my kids or even I have no kids at all. So, yeah, I'm a great partner. You know, and a lot of people will even narrow it down to the most superficial of things and say, yes, I'm a great partner because I got good sex. But that don't mean a hill of beans if you ain't a good person. And that's really what the T is when it comes down to sharing the human experience with each other. Yeah, you may do a kind act every now and again, but who are you really when nobody is watching to give you a pat on the back? Do your actions match your words? And most importantly, how do you feel about people in your heart of hearts and in your mind? And what do you feel about yourself? What exactly is a good man or woman? Is it subjective? What is the standard of comparison or the benchmark for who is and who is not a good person or a good partner? Who is or who isn't worthy of love? You know, as Kevin Samuel says, what is a high value man or woman? And also, I want the record to reflect that I do not like that term high value man or high value woman, because according to Kevin Samuels, you are only high value. If you have a certain level of income, you meet a certain weight requirement and a bunch of other superficial shit that does not matter. His definition is based on what you have instead of who you are. And I don't know why men especially eat that bullshit up because If Kevin Samuels was to stand in front of 95% of the average black man in America, you wouldn't even be considered to be what he calls a high value man because you don't make six figures. But I digress. I said all that to say that being a good man or woman is less about what you have and more so about who you are. And to be a good man or good woman in a relationship, you first have to start being a good person. And that means fostering healthy relationships healthy friendships, and even workplace relationships, you know, with your co-workers. And you know, that don't mean be friends with them, but that just means set healthy boundaries so you can have a peace of mind when you go to work. When I look for a good person to date, I'm a type of person who is very in tune with the person's energy and intentions. I like to know who, what, when, where, and why when it comes to allowing a person's access to me especially when dating. We all have certain expectations and needs that, that we want the people in our lives to meet. And if I feel that my emotional needs aren't being met, be it by a friend, by a potential lover or whatever, then any kind of idea of a relationship will never happen because you've already shown me that you cannot meet me where I am. When I learn that you cannot or, or aren't even willing to reciprocate what I give to you, then you will then see my interactions with you be very limited and eventually non-existent. This is what I consider to be my non-negotiables. If I cannot share with you what I consider to be the most important things and the most important parts of me, which are my feelings, then what's the point of being in any type of relationships with you, friends or otherwise? You have to ask yourself, what are my non-negotiables in reference to how people interact with you? Everyone has a threshold on, on what they are willing to tolerate. And what may be a zero tolerance for me may not be the same for other people. A good person to date for me is someone who meets my needs, understands my love language, and actually puts me in his thoughts. You know what I mean about putting somebody in your thoughts? I mean, being intentional about dating someone, understanding who they are deep within and being interested in what makes them tick. But in order to receive those things, I know that I have to be intentional about dating. I know that I have to be those things that I want for other people. And that's why I think a lot of people slip up in being good partners to date. If you ask men and women what they want in a relationship, I bet you that they will list a bunch of things from the top of their head in 0.2 seconds. Nine out of 10 things on that list are going to consist of unmet needs from their childhood. I bet you. Because if someone says, I want a partner who listens to me, it's because they don't feel hurt. If someone says, I want a partner who's going to be loyal, it's either one of two things because they aren't loyal themselves. And they want somebody to show them what they can't even show somebody else. Or they've been abandoned by people in their lives. You know, a lot of people are dealing with emotional abandonment issues and fear of rejection. And it stops them from meeting the needs of other people. I mean, they really cannot give you what you need because they haven't recognized the problem within themselves. You know, people who refuse to acknowledge their own hurt are not good people in my opinion because that type of behavior usually results in people pushing away other people who actually care about them and they hurt people with good intentions in turn creating more trauma for other people to deal with because you hurt them so you're going around hurting other people because you hurt but you know what the messed up part about it is those type of people who hurt people they think they're good people They might not do what we would consider bad things or the things that bad people would do, like steal, kill, you know, maybe treat homeless people like crap, uh, uh, physically abuse people. You know, those are the things that we would consider to be bad and those things that bad people do. But but you are abusive. You are emotionally abusive if you treat people like they are expendable. You are emotionally abusive if you run in and out of people's lives when it's convenient for you. You are emotionally abusive if you shut down and dismiss people's feelings when they try to hold you accountable for hurting them. That is not considered a good person. That is a person who needs to get their shit together so they can learn how to love people properly. I said earlier that people treat each other based on how they feel about themselves and being around so many men and women in my life. I am willing to die on that hill. You know, I'm willing to die on that hill that people treat people based on how they feel about themselves. You know, if you don't have a single soul in your life that you can open up to and be completely vulnerable with, it's because you don't love yourself. You know, yes, people have hurt you and people, have uh, have mistreated you. But if you don't, if you pushed away everyone in your life because you feel like they, they, they aren't good enough to love you, it's because you don't love yourself. When you really and truly love yourself, you understand the importance of a human connection. And when I say love yourself, I'm not talking about vanity because that's a facade to cover up insecurities. We live in a culture where everyone wants to post the best selfie to show how beautiful they are and to show how much they love themselves. We're always talking about self-care and self-love, but self-care is also about being vulnerable too. It's about allowing yourself to be loved and not just allowing yourself to be loved, but believing that you deserve love. Once you realize that the deepest part of yourself the deepest part of yourself that people don't know, the goofy side, the corny side, the stuff that you don't want other people to see because you don't think people will like it. Once you realize that that part of yourself is good enough and deserve to be treated good by you, by you and everyone else, you will start treating yourself better by treating other people better. That saying that misery loves company is true. Because if you're happy, you you don't feel the need to go out and mistreat people by mistreat people by ignoring their feelings. You don't shut people out who care about you. You know when you are in in a place of healing, you you realize that the world doesn't revolve around you and your problems. You know you don't live in a victim state of mind, thinking that nobody deserves your affection because nobody gave it to you. Look, we all are dealing with scars and trauma, and I'm here to tell you, newsflash, your scars and trauma don't make you special. It does not give you an excuse to use it to mistreat people and and dismiss people because you hurt. You extend grace to other people and understand that we all have our own journey and not everybody got it figured out. Self-care and self-love doesn't mean be selfish. It's about growth being better every day and loving people as you love yourself. But if you don't love yourself, how you think you're going to treat everybody else? If you love me like you love yourself and you talk negative to yourself all the time, and you are a person who just, just a pessimist and be like, man, I ain't good enough. And it's that you are going to project that to your friends and to your loved ones and to your significant others. Because you don't know how to say positive things to yourself. If you got kids, how are you going to speak life into them if you don't speak life into yourself? You got to be better to yourself. And you can only do that if you love yourself. It's about growth. It's about being better every day and loving people as you love yourself. It's about being interested in other people's experiences. So you can respect and value other people. Because once you see people as valuable, once you see people as important, it's easy to treat people like human beings. It's tr- easy to treat people how you want to be treated once you see the value in them. And everybody has value whether you like them or not. Listen, we won't get it right every time. You're going to offend people. You're going to be in bad mood sometimes. You know, you're going to make a thousand more mistakes before you go to that dirt. But as long as you hold yourself accountable and be truthful about what you need for your own healing, then you're going to be okay. I promise you're going to be okay. I ain't telling you what I heard. I'm telling you what I know. I had to do my own work, and I'm still doing the work. But the key is I want to be better than my emotional trauma leads me to believe. Remember that your trauma is not your responsibility, but how you choose to handle it is so keep that in mind when you're interacting with people in the world and you're sharing this human experience. And understand that, man, we all just trying to make it. We all just trying to get it right. Allow yourself to be loved. Treat yourself better. Stop talking down to yourself because your body hears that. And it's going to react to that and it's going to manifest those things. If you want love, be love. You want, to be, you want truth, be truth. You want kindness, be kindness. And that's all I got to say about that. Y'all be good.